Well, good morning, everyone. Happy Monday to you all. It's so exciting that you've decided to join us for Daily Devotions through Redeeming Life Fellowship. And if you haven't met me yet, I'm Dan. I'm a teaching pastor here at Redeeming Life. And we're going to continue this journey that we've all been on through journeying through the New Testament over the course of a year. And we've been through the Gospels and Acts and working through the Pauline epistles and now making small strides through this small section of what uh, has been called the pastoral epistles. That's First and Second Timothy and Titus. And if you're following along, you'll know that uh, yesterday uh, we at West Point we um, we tackled First uh, Timothy chapter three, and uh, today that means we're going to be in First uh, Timothy chapter four, which consists of I would say um, one really large handful of instructions and admonitions from from Paul to his son, to his protege, uh, Timothy, who is pastoring this church that Paul had started in Ephesus and giving him uh, some practical instructions and insight and wisdom on how it is that he's not only going to survive this pastoral account, but how he's, also, he's actually going to thrive. And there's at least, uh, so with a chapter like this, it's only 16 verses, so we'll actually get through it very quickly. So today, I would say that there's probably at least two different things that are worthy of pointing out that we should take notice of. There's lots to unpack in, in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 4, but at least two things that I think are worth, worthy of our attention this morning. Uh, the first one, which is uh, a small point, which is a part of uh, actually uh, a larger issue that Paul deals with throughout 1st and 2nd Timothy and Titus, and indeed, you could argue throughout the rest of the pastoral epistles, in that he's constantly warning against false teaching. And, uh, and so, one of the things that I think is rather important for us is, we had talked about this before, is how would you know... Um, whether or not you are being deceived by something or someone. And the best safeguard against deception or false teaching is to know the truth and to know uh, the real thing really well. Uh, it's uh, exactly the, the, the same thing that happens when, if you're wanting to uh, have a knack for discovering or pointing out what counterfeit bills look like, uh, you don't go through to keep studying lots of counterfeit bills, but rather you just get to know the real thing really well. And so that as long as you know the real thing well, uh, it, spotting things that are uh, meant to be deceptions, meant to be imitations, cheap knockoffs, uh, false teaching, things that, uh, that diverge from the patterns of sound teaching, you're going to know them really well because you happen to know the real thing really well. And so... That is one thing that certainly uh, comes to the fore uh, in in First Timothy chapter four. But then another thing that's worth worth considering is the way in which Paul encourages him to invest his time, his energy, and his values in the things that are going to be most profitable to him. Because whenever we look back on the day when we're reflecting, we're hitting our head against the pillow and we're reflecting like, what is it that happened today? That inevitably, the things that preoccupied most of our time are reflections of the things that we valued the most. And it's hard because 
in any given day, there's always lots of things that are clamoring for our time, our attention, our, uh, th that make claims on, on our lives that, um, that, that, that take up or preoccupy our time, our attention, our energy, our resources. And, but whatever it is that we give our time, our, our attention, our energy, our resources to are the things that we value the most. And for Paul, as he's instructing Timothy and thinking, and, and there's so many demands on his time, his energy, his attention, his resources, which are all limited. Uh, he only has so much to give. Uh, and to say, of all these things that are clamoring for my attention, what is it that I'm going to give myself towards that's going to be the most profitable in the long run? And that is something that uh, where, where, where Paul is instructing Timothy towards pastoral prudence. What are the things that he should devote his time, his energy, his attention, his resources to that are going to be most profitable for him in the long run? And indeed, not just most profitable, but also instructions on how that you measure profitability. Uh, what are the yardsticks that we use to be able to measure whether or not your time, your energy, your uh, investment of resources has actually yielded a genuine return on that investment? So, uh, with this in mind, let's read 1 Timothy chapter 4. And it says this, the Spirit clearly says that in the latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. They forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain foods, which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and who know the truth. For everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, because it is consecrated by the word of God in prayer. If you point these things out to the brothers, you will be a good minister of Christ Jesus, brought up in the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed. Have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance, and for this we labor and strive, that we have put our hope in the living God who is the Savior of all men, and especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching and to teaching, do not neglect your gift, which was given you through a prophetic message when the body of elders laid their hands on you. And let's listen to this. Verse 15. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them 
so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life, that's the things that you do, and your doctrine, the things that you believe, closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save yourself, both yourself and your hearers. I think that's a very good encouragement and a necessary word for each of us to listen to, that we do watch our life, that's our actions, um, and to watch our doctrine, the things that we believe very closely, so that if we persevere in them, that we will save both ourselves and those, um, those who hear us. So thank you so much for joining us for Daily Devotions, the Redeeming Life Fellowship. And I encourage you, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel or check out our podcasts, uh, take the opportunities to uh, support us through this church planning ministry that we're doing here in Whitley County and in Huntington County. And I pray that uh, in whatever measure that God enables you, that uh, you become a part of the things that, that God, the vision that God has called us to, and that is growing mature disciples here uh, in Whitley County through Redeeming Life Fellowship. So God bless you. Take care. And I look forward to seeing you next time.